Welcome to Closing the Books, a podcast by IC System, your trusted subject matter expert for debt collection solutions. Join us as we discuss the biggest trends and topics in debt collection and explore account recoveries in an uncertain future. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome again to Closing the Books, a podcast by IC System. I'm your host, Eric Johannes, and I am elated to have with me today Kay Drinkwicks from IC System. Kay, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. you Happy to be here. I'm good. How are you? I'm really good. Really good. Excited that you've agreed to be with us today. First, tell us a little bit about yourself. What's your title? What do you do here? How long have you been here at IC? Sure. Uh, my name is Kay Drinkwitz. I've been at IC System for 27 years. I'm currently a lead, um, which is part of management. Uh, so about 25% of my time is spent coaching collectors, answering questions, scoring calls, things of that nature. And then 75% of my time, I'm on the phones. I do a healthcare client and I work a lot with attorneys as well. So probably about half of my time on the phone, I deal with attorneys. And then the other half, I deal with the general population consumers. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about your backstory in terms of how it relates to the collections industry and specifically to IC system. How'd you, how'd you get started in this? Sure. I actually love my story because it's kind of my life, honestly. So back in 1994, I was just 18 years old. During high school, I did some telemarketing and I had a wonderful supervisor named Dusty that also worked at IC System. And when I was looking for a change as I was starting college, she referred me to start at IC System, which I did. And I met my husband, Paul, here. We only overlapped by about two months, so the timing was perfect. And now I've been here 27 years. We've been together 27 years, married a little over 20 years, and we have a 17-year-old son. And that's all part of my IC system story. Wow. That is awesome. I love those stories. I know I forget the stat, but we have we have a lot of of thought, a large number of couples who who married and, and, and had a happy life uh, coming out of the IC system family. So that's cool. What, Kay, do you remember about your first days or weeks being in the debt collections industry? What, what was that like in any memories? <laughs> so 1994 was a long time ago. So we actually had phones at our desk, not like headsets or anything computerized. We had a phone that you held rested on your shoulder. It had a little curly cord. By the end of your shift, you would, your neck would hurt from leaning on your phone all day. It was intimidating at first. I was one of the youngest people here. And I just remember looking up to all the, the older people so much when I started. And I made a lot of great friends, people that have become like my family to me. But yeah, it was intimidating at first. I know that I was very soft on the phones, very soft spoken. And I think it helped me develop um, a lot of my self-confidence over the years. And I've grown with the job for sure. So one of the things that I always think about with with, with debt collections, it, 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 to some people, it brings up kind of a, a negative connotation or a negative stigma. Sure. Was that there for you? If you can remember back that day one, or you said you were intimidated, did you ever, did you have any other thoughts or worries about working as a debt collector? Not in that regards. It was more just 
you know, I was so young and so, so naive about, you know, credit scores and the importance of financial stuff. And, and these people just seemed like pros to me, you know, the way that they could handle people on the phone, because, I mean, that's really what collection is. It's, you know, it's, there's a psychology to it. It's being persuasive. It's selling, you know, that's really what it is. It's, it's not about browbeating or being, you know, that antagonistic person on the other end of the line. There's really a lot of nuances to it. And, I learned from from the best. There was some great people that worked here that have gone on to be lawyers and, and other things. And um, I never planned on staying here at IC System this long. I, that's kind of the story of a lot of tenured people. I was going to college. It was going to just be my part-time gig while I went to college. I finished college. I have a degree in elementary education, a minor in mathematics. I was working on getting my middle school certification about that time. My husband and I were about two years into our infertility treatments, and then I was blessed to get pregnant with my son, and at that time, I just decided that I didn't want to go into teaching because I wanted to be home with him and raise him, and we were able to work that around my schedule here, so here I am, and it's been a great job for me through all my life changes. Awesome. That is so good to hear, and so lucky for us at IC System um, to have had you for this long. Tell me a little bit about how how maybe the job or the the task of the mentality has changed over the years, right? I believe how, how are things maybe different from, from the days and weeks when you started to to our approach now? Sure. What about that evolution maybe is is part of the reason why 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 we still got you here at IC System. Yeah, I mean, I definitely could not work for a company that was not in line with my own values. And an IC system has always been that. We've definitely had to pivot over the years as things have become more customer service oriented. And and we have. Um, we've changed a lot of our vernaculars. We no longer say debtor. We refer to people as consumers. And, and just little things like that that just kind of have changed over the years. And our focus on people, we really try to put people first. And, and that's important to me. I don't think anybody, a business or an individual, could last this long, as long as IC system has lasted and as long as I've lasted here, if if it was a negative, like antagonistic situation where it would be too stressful. So the approach that we've always taken is to try to help people and to try to do the right thing. And I don't think I could have been here this long if, if it was any other way, to be honest with you. Great, great insights. Now... I still imagine, though, there has to be times where you will just get in a, involved in a in a in a in a discussion or a call, maybe once in a while, where you know people are are in a bad place and and things aren't always just how you draw them up. Um, how do you how do you deal with those situations? I know we hear from small businesses all the time that that's one of the things they hate about <laughs> this part of their role yeah. is trying to you know, collect on, on the slow paying or non, on non paying customers of theirs is they, they really dread making those calls and, and just kind of dealing with that confront that, that confrontational challenge. How do you deal with that and, and, and start fresh on every call? Yeah, no, I, I definitely hear you there. You are dealing with, with people that sometimes are going through the, uh, the toughest part of their life right now. And, sick children and especially with the pandemic, you need to have a fine line between helping them, but also leading them and holding them accountable as well. Because 
you know, helping them find a path forward is important to them and not only our client and IC system, but also to them. So they might not want to talk about getting payments and it might be easier just to, you know, put it off like they've been putting it off. But if you can get over that inertia and have them even start making small payments, it really makes a difference. And I think even just moving them into a payment arrangement that fits their budget helps them. Um, I, I think just having them know that they dealt with it, they have something ongoing, it starts to improve their situation and it gets the ball rolling in the right direction. But there are tough calls. There are people that, that are difficult to deal with. Um, you know, I've been known to, to have a Judge Judy approach on some calls or use my mom voice on some calls. But the bottom line is you have to have that human connection on the call to be effective and to, and to be successful. Well, that's great. And Kay, most people external to IC system wouldn't know. Kay's one of our best. She's got the uh, the the Midas touch when it comes to dealing with people. She's 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 first class. She's so easy to speak with. She's so easy to to run into in the halls and and catch up with. And I know I got to imagine that is one of the reasons why you've become so successful at doing your job. Is you you obviously probably take the time to make those connections and that, and that can make a difference I would imagine on, on certain calls that you, that you take the time to really empathize and understand, as you said, what is often the, the worst time in another person's life. You have to be able to relate to that. I would think. Definitely. I mean, you know, especially when I'm dealing with, you know, elderly people that are on a fixed income, you know, I can relate that to my own parents. You know, you, you just, you you can't just be a voice and, and have them be a voice. You have to you have to look at the whole picture and you know, you're not you're not gonna help anybody by not being kind and not being compassionate and empathetic. And, you know, there are calls that you know, that I'm not always at my best on that, you know, sometimes I, I could have been more empathetic. You know, sometimes it's you've you've heard the same story over and over. So you you just don't even acknowledge it as much as you should on some calls, but I try to, and and it's important. And when I'm training collectors and scoring calls, that's one of the, the feedbacks that I always give that, you know, if they mention something about being out of work, it, it, it's not about showing pity because that, that doesn't help anybody, but you should at least acknowledge it. And sometimes it's easy to just, you know, move on to try and negotiate a payment, but you have to have that transitional statement of, um, you know, I'm sorry to hear that. And that must be difficult. And it's a good reminder on all calls because it really does help the flow of the call and the rapport on the call and honestly just a lot of times when you help somebody and they thank you at the end of the call or you know even if they only set up $25 a month or $50 a month you know that sometimes is a much better feeling than somebody that called in and paid off their $10,000 balance you know super so in the last couple of years IC system has tried to be innovative, right? And try, we're always trying to improve on our craft and, and, you know, hiring and maintaining the right people is, is one piece of the puzzle in, in the collections industry. Um, but we're always looking to innovate in other areas. One of those areas that we feel confident and, and pretty excited about it is in the area of what we call our CSAT survey, um, a kind of a consumer satisfaction process, um, that allows us not just to score our calls, you know, from a management level, but to actually get feedback directly from the consumers who, who we're contacting. And, and we really want to better understand what they, how they feel they're being treated by us. 
Yes. Tell me um, a little bit about that process and how that's changed and, and what that really means for you. Yeah, I think it definitely, you know, boosts our authenticity in the in the industry. Um, even even at the end of the call, it, it kind of has that last bit of we care about you as a person um, moment where, you know, would, would you like to take a brief survey about, you know, how the call went for you today? It, it, it helps because we do, as an industry, being in collections, we can sometimes have those negative stereotypes and you build rapport within the call, you close the call, and then I think that's just a lasting, you know, how did you feel about the call? You know, your your opinion and your experience matters to us. And honestly, just like when we started recording all the calls years back, it's, it's actually been quite beneficial for us to get that feedback. Um, you know, I don't know how many times you know, somebody has, feels like they've had a bad experience and you review the call and nine times out of 10, if not nine and a half times out of 10, just like our survey shows somewhere in the mid nineties, you know, the call was handled correctly. And even the consumers are saying that, you know, I don't know the exact statistics, but I know it's in the 90% where they feel that they were treated with respect. We helped them resolve it and that we were professional. So, so it's important. I think it holds us accountable, but it also lets the consumer know that their experience is important to us as well. Right. I know one of the main barriers to us gaining new clients, new American businesses that are in need of help with their collections is that sort of outsourcing of a very important and very delicate point of communication with their customer, right? In so many cases, you know, there's certain cases where the, where the relationship's broken and it's more about let's just re- recover what we can. But the vast majority of our clients are in a situation where yeah, maybe it's a long time customer or maybe they've even, you know, <laughs> fixed the the teeth of the of the parents and now the kids and and like right. they know these people. They've they've worked with these people for years and it and it's a hard thing. The business might be really uneasy about outsourcing this kind of communication that's time consuming, that's difficult and just is uncomfortable. They may be uncomfortable with outsourcing that to a third party. How do you think IC system uses things like this customer satisfaction survey to kind of ensure a a better result? And, and, And from an internal management perspective, how do you see it? This isn't like a marketing campaign. Like we, we put a lot into doing the right things and ensuring we're doing the right things. How, how does that come across, across your dashboard? Yeah, definitely. Well, I think it's kind of three parts to that. One is you have management and an executive team that definitely backs up the importance of rapport and empathy on calls because that's part of what we score calls on. So the second part is we have a call quality program where we have a department that actually listens to calls on collectors every single month, like at least two calls per month, and then management listens to another two calls. So we provide feedback and the consumer experience is part of that scoring. And then also, if there does happen to be a survey where the consumer said, no, I don't feel like I was treated the way I should have been, those calls are immediately scored by and automatically scored by our call quality department. So any call that gets a bad scoring from the consumer is scored and reviewed. And most of the time, the collector did do a good job on the call. It, they might not have liked the outcome, you know, the consumer or their experience because of the situation they're in, but it, it does help us know that we did the right thing. And, and if we didn't, I mean, that's something that's coached and, and handled right away as well and taken very seriously. Right. And, and I'm looking at the stats 
you, that you referenced, you know, we the, one of the questions on the survey is, were, were you satisfied with the outcome of your call? More than 95% of respondents indicate yes. And then did you did our representative treat you professionally? Over 99% of the time, the response to that question is yes, absolutely. Our, our IC that doesn't system. surprise me. <laughs> right. And that's yeah. great. And that's, that's, again, one of those proof of concept uh, items that I really think businesses really like to learn about and hear about and know that, hey, sometimes a non-payment of a bill can is just a point of contention. There's, there's, there's nothing around it, but to know that IC system personnel are handling it in as professional a manner as can right. be is agreed upon by the consumer. Like they think that that's important. And that's uh, such a testament to the, to the work that you guys are doing in the trenches to, 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 to really keep our industry uh, um, floating here. Yeah. For so sure. what about that? Okay. Um, you've, you've been here since you're, it's crazy since you're 18 years old. Yeah. And I would imagine through that tenure, you've, You've got plenty of of industry contacts and friends, maybe former employees, for, former folks, maybe who've gone elsewhere and in the industry. What do you hear about IC system? You know, through the grapevine, or what? What? What are some of the reasons why you're still here? Why you think this is a place worth sticking out for the long haul? Definitely. It's a small world when it comes to collections. I mean, we know basically any other collection agency in our area, you know people that have gone there and come back. And it's not the same. They don't have a focus on call quality. Their focus, from what I hear from other people, is really about collecting the money, you know, skip tracing the accounts, collecting the money and and the bottom line. And, you know, like I mentioned earlier, I, I don't think I could work in an atmosphere like that for this long if it was always just driven by numbers. With my education background, of course, you know, I like achievement-based things and we definitely have goals. We definitely have a focus on making our calls effective and efficient, but we also need to keep in mind and balance that with, you know, the call quality and how the calls are handled. And I like that we look at both and, and that we have achievement criteria for, for both how the call is handled and the outcome. And if you look at call quality, um, people who do well at call quality are the people that are usually highest on the stats consistently. So there is definitely a connection between how you handle the call, you know, using that empathy, using that rapport, you know, scoring well on call quality usually lends itself that you're being successful as well. So it, it helps collect the money too in the bottom line when you are treating the calls in that manner. Awesome. All right, Kay. Well, we're getting close here to wrapping this up. This has been a great conversation. I've, I've learned a little bit about you that I didn't even know about. So this has been awesome. I wanted to kind of circle back on one other thought and maybe leave some of our listeners with, you got any tips, right? Again, I, I in marketing, hear this from, from prospective clients of IC System all the time is they just dread making these collections calls yeah. and you you make a career out of it. Any tips you can provide to, to, to front desk staff or, or those people who are making these calls in trying to preserve a relationship, but just also get paid, right? Get paid for the services. Uh, yeah, rendered. I think you have to sell it a little bit too, like how it benefits them, because I mean, that that is what matters to people a lot of the times too. 
they want to be treated with respect. They want to be treated fairly, but there, there needs to be some sort of payoff to them as well. So I think that's one big thing, you know, talking about, you know, how can we help you avoid this from happening, you know, credit reporting and calls or what have you. You know, I like to phrase things in a positive way, you know, like my concern for you is that this is coming up eligible for credit reporting and here's how I can help you avoid that. So I think how you phrase things, personalize the call, not too much, but at least a little bit. I like to use people's, you know, first names a lot when I'm talking to them, you know, you know, thank you, Eric, for the payment today and and things of that nature. So I just think it's the little things. You know, it's a dance sometimes. So you want to lead them in the in the direction of resolving the balance, but you have to do it in a delicate, conscientious, and a in a way that that treats them the way that they should be treated as a human being. Great stuff, Kay. Difficult conversations. It's it's part yeah. of life, and it's part of everyone's life. And sure. Uh, and for and for people like Kay, it's it's part of their job every day. So I, yeah. I admire you. I'm not sure it's a job I could handle, but I certainly am very pleased that we have someone like you on staff here to make sure that happens for us at IC System. Thank you for taking yeah. the time, Kay. Thanks to all the listeners for for joining us on this uh, edition of Closing the Books. It has been a pleasure. Check out other episodes of Closing the Books on either Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, or as always, visit icsystem.com for more information. Thanks again, Kay, and everyone have a great day. Yeah, thanks for having me. Take care.